Hey everyone, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is Sheree. I'm so happy to be here today and I'm hoping that you are enjoying your weekend and it's as beautiful wherever you're at as it is here today. Um, Today I wanted to talk to you about two women that we've been studying actually in my ladies virtual Bible study class. Um, The class is actually about breaking the chains of stinking thinking and it talks about, we're, we're talking about um, godly thinking that's based off of Philippians 4.8. And what I wanted to do was really look at stories in the Bible and examine um, men and women who whose actions had a big impact. Um, and I think that part of that is obviously based on the way they thought in alignment with God. And so last week on Thursday, we talked about Shipra and Pua. Um, Shipra and Pua, you can find their story in the first chapter of Exodus. Um, It's actually Exodus 1, 15 through 20, but I suggest reading the whole chapter to give you some context and background. So the story of Shipra and Pua take place after the reign of Joseph. Um, So Joseph had reigned and a new king had come into power into Egypt, and he looked at the Israelites as a threat. Um, He wanted to limit the growth of the population because basically he feared that they would become too powerful and overthrow them. Um, So he believed that if a war broke out, you know, because the Israelites were becoming so numerous that they would fight against them and leave their country. So he put slave masters over them to oppress the Israelites with forced labor. And although he had done this and what happened was the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. And so this infuriated him um, and he became very ruthless. And one of the most ruthless things that he decided to do was he decided that boys should die. Um, So any baby boy that was born, he wanted them killed. And what he did was he went to these two midwives, Shipra and Pua. Um, and so Shipra and Pua were midwives during this time, and they were present, obviously, when, you know, the Hebrew women gave birth. And he wanted to use Shipra and Pua as really as an instrument of death. And so the issue was, though, is that Shipra and Pua, Pua were God-fearing, God-loving women. And so for them, this was really not an option. Um, so to give you a little background, midwives at that time, usually they were women who either, you know, it was past the time where they could give birth or they were barren. And so being a midwife actually um, kind of was almost in that sense redeeming at that time, um, just because of the way women who were not able to bear children were reviewed. And so I don't know, but I'm sure that they took this job very seriously. Um, And I'm sure that, you know, this was something that they did that they believed was serving God. And so they were, in essence, servants of the Lord. And as you read um, Exodus 1, 15 through 20, and I'll just kind of read it so you can kind of get more of a context Um, So the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, whose names were Shipra and Pua, when you are helping the Hebrew women during childbirth on the delivery stool, if you see that the baby is a boy, kill him. But if it is a girl, let her live. 
The midwives, however, feared God and did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do. They let the boys live. The king of Egypt summoned the midwives and asked them, why have you done this? Why have you let the boys live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth before the midwife arrives. So God was kind to the midwives and the people increased and became even more numerous. Um, And actually God also gave these women families of their own. And so as we were looking at this, I thought there were so many things that we can pull out of this passage um, that we can incorporate into our own life in our own walk of faith. So one of the characteristics, and I think a big characteristics of characteristic of these women were their courage and their faith. And I don't believe that came on their own because think about it. I mean, if this Pharaoh was, you know, ruthless enough to kill baby innocent boys, you know, I mean, imagine what he would do if he found out that they did, if they didn't like obey what he had asked, you know? So, I mean, I'm sure that when he came to them, this was something that was quite scary, but they were very brave and courageous and faithful. And I think that came through their love of God and that motivated and inspired their courage and their faith. Their faith told them that as long as they were obedient to the Lord, that they would be fine, right? Whether really whether or not, um, whether whatever the cost was. So if that meant death, I, I believe, and I, you know, I can't tell this from the scriptures, but they were God-fearing women who feared the Lord. They loved the Lord. They served the Lord. They were obedient to him. So I do believe that whatever the cost, they were willing to take that risk as shown in their actions. Um, their focus was not on, you know, the culture standards, which, which were that probably that time being obedient to Pharaoh, probably out of fear. And so their standard was God, right? So whatever their actions that they decided to take, they were going to base it on God's standard, you know? And so it's, it's interesting. I was thinking about how they basically decided that obeying their heavenly king was far more important than obeying their earthly king. And I think that is something that we can um, really think about and relate to our own lives um, in the culture that we're living in. And I'm not saying to be disobedient to authorities or anything like that. So don't, you know, don't get it wrong. Um, But for instance, you know, if you're working in a work environment where, you know, there's something that's clearly not right, um, or you're asked to do, you know, it can be very tempting to fall into the culture standard of like just giving in, right? Instead of doing what you know you should do as somebody who's trying to live up to God's standard, as somebody who's a follower of Christ. And so keeping in mind that our obedience is not to man, but to the Lord, and I think that's one of the biggest lessons that we can learn from Shipra and Pua because they had a huge impact. They saved all these babies' lives and they did it through their obedience to Christ or, or their obedience to God. And as we, you know, walk through our daily lives, um, I think that we need to remember that no matter 
what stature in society that you have or, or whatever you do, that's not important. You are an instrument to the Lord and everything that you do is glorifying him or is supposed to glorify him. And so what Pharaoh wanted to do is he wanted to use these women as instruments of death. And instead, they became God's instrument of life. And that is something I think that we, you know, really could take away from that in the sense of, you know, the enemy wants to use you basically to um, destroy and deceive. And I mean, you know, his strategy for your life is in, in direct contradiction to the Lord. And so remembering that we are vehicles and instruments of the Lord to do his work. And so I just thought that there was so much that we could get from, you know, these, these two women. And, and what was so beautiful about the end of this chapter is that not only were these baby boys saved, um, they multiplied, right? And so through obedience, you will see God's abundance, you know, um, and whatever that looks like. And on top of that, God blessed them with their own families. So remember, these midwives were probably either barren or past the age of giving birth. But again, the Lord makes the impossible possible. And when we are obedient to him, blessings flow, right? And we're, and we're not being obedient because we're looking for a blessing. That just automatically comes. We're obedient because of our motivation of um, loving the Lord and being of service and being his servant and building up the body of Christ and doing his will. But with that does come blessings and abundance. And so just to kind of sum everything up, um, you know, they're thinking, and this is kind of how I was um, incorporating it into our thought process and how important that is in um, our actions. And their thought process, Philippians 4.8 talks about, you know, and whatever is right, think about whatever is right, whatever is just, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, whatever is praiseworthy. And I believe these women did exactly that. Um, way, you know, they were way before Paul, but I believe that they their thinking was in alignment with God. And that came through their obedience um, and understanding who the Lord was and, and strengthening their faith through that. But their their thoughts were just, right? They thought about what was just and what was right. Because if they didn't, then they could have let fear, you know, overtake them and have made a horrible mistake. But they didn't do that because their thoughts were in alignment with what God would want them to do. They knew that it was just to um, save these baby boys. They knew it was right to... Um, not take life, but to be life-giving, right? They thought about what was lovely, which is life. Um, and through that, they were able to do God's will. And so I just wanted to, like I said, um, talk a little bit about that today because I just think that, you know, these two women um, made a incredible impact and they had an incredible influence and they were so blessed for doing that. And just to let you know that, you know, whatever you do, um, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're, you know, a full-time working mom, or whether whatever it is, you know, you are so valuable in the kingdom 
of God. And you do make an impact. You know, we talked about in our class um, about leaving a legacy. And I talked about, you know, a spiritual legacy and how that is so much more important than any money that you can leave for your family. Um, Your influence and, you know, your love for the Lord and how you show that is what is going to carry on. Um, In my own life, I've seen that happen with my grandmother um, who passed away and, you know, with my own mother. And what I noticed was, even though at that time in my life, at certain times, I wasn't, you know, really following God, but she had planted those seeds. And because of that, they stuck with me and they eventually grew once I got the weeds out um, with the help of the Lord. And so, you know, just um, to take away from this is that, you know, your your obedience to the Lord matters, your service to the Lord matters. Um, and to always think about when you're in any situation that, you know, is... Um, controversial or or challenging to remember that the Lord is your standard and your heavenly King is who you should always obey. So that's it for today. Thank you for joining me. I cannot wait to be doing more of these podcasts and um, giving you, you know, maybe some insight into what we're studying and sharing that with you. So listen, have a great holiday weekend and talk to you soon.